Hello, hello, welcome to Griff Talks Football. I know it's not an original name, but it's my show anyway. Um, so, again, as I've made an update before about my, my episodes just releasing uh, every Wednesday, this one is just, it's just pretty short. When I say short, I'm like five to ten minutes. I'm pretty sure it's going to last that long. It's one particular team, and it's a huge team that I'm a fan of, and it's the Cleveland fucking Browns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So right now, through six games, they're they're two and four. Like it's still a long season. You got teams like the Indianapolis Colts last season. They go uh, one and five, and then the rest of the season, out of the ten games they had left, they won. They went nine and one. So they finished out the season ten and six. Beat the Houston Texans, another team that I'm a huge fan of, in the wild card round. Then they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. Divisional round. And also with, with Houston, they started off, uh, uh, one and three last year and then went, uh, they finished the season 10 and two to go 11 and five. So there's turn, there can be turnarounds in a, in, in the beginning of the season within five to six games, right? There, there can be that. It just will be difficult to, to, to do, uh, and to accomplish because you, you've managed to dug yourself in a hole. And for the Cleveland Browns, they're currently two and four. They have not won a home game yet, so they're own three at home. Okay, and two of those losses at home have been to very competitive and potential playoff teams this year. Uh, they lost to Seattle uh, uh, yesterday, in which Seattle is now five and one. And uh, then they, then the Browns had lost to the Rams Sunday Night Football a couple weeks ago, which I know the Rams started off three and zero, and then they lost three straight three straight games. Or they're three and three right now, still five hundred, still okay record. It's not a winning record, but it's not a losing record either either right now. And then the other home game lost to was the first one. At least in Week One was was against the Tennessee Titans, and and they've been off the rails right now. Um. But, you know, they've beaten the Baltimore Ravens on the road, and they've beaten the, the Jets. So all the wins that they've had, uh, Baltimore, impressive. But the other win against the Jets, which was a, another away game, wasn't really impressive. They still won. So all they've managed to do is beat one bad team and one okay team. The rest has been has been losses, especially three of the four losses again are at home. And I I I attribute to a big reason to to all those losses is number one, Baker Mayfield's play. Number two, Freddie Kitchens and the offensive identity. Now before I go to Baker Mayfield with Freddie Kitchens and the offensive identity, as of late it's been running the ball, which Okay, in a general sense, running is an identity, but it needs to be specific to your running identity. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, pass the ball, but I'm just going to go all over the place. I'm going to like to just pass it short. I'm going to pass it deep. Or with running, I'm just going to run out of, you know, shotgun formations with three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back, or like four wide and one running back. Or I'm just going to go with... Uh, with heavy sets like there's different dimensions but you can't just be random with it right part of your identity if you're running a football is the kind of formations and personnel that you use and the kind of running style that you implement so a famous example so far 
um, have been with Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the 49ers, who's the who's also the offensive player caller, not the OC, but the offensive play caller. Um, he has established his, he's in his third season there, and he's established his own scheme that he's learned under his dad, that he's uh, helped and credited to and learned under Gary Kubiak as well. So he, he has ties to the zone scheme that was implemented in the late 80s, early, early 90s by his dad and by offensive line coach Alex Gibbs. In which the zone scheme, a lot of it is outside or, or stretch, um, plays in which you're you're aiming towards the outside and you're trying to stretch the defense horizontally that way you can make a cut up the field or downhill if you will because it's much more faster at gain yards running straight than it is trying to go you know outside necessarily but it's a very difficult scheme to adjust and defend however within that uh, the 49ers have lined in an ace Personnel, which two tight ends, two receivers, one running back. They've, and mainly have lined up in, um, I formation, which again, two receivers, one tight end, one fullback, one running back. So there is not only running part of the identity as a general sense, but when you're running, you have established that this is our identity. We are a stretch team with a personnel of ace and uh, base is what my some people might call it, or I formation. Like that's the. I mean, we, of course, you run a whole bunch of other plays, but that is the identity. That is what you're using because you feel that that is not only your biggest strength for the team, but it's also a personnel that you believe will be for defense. That will uh, that you believe uh, will make defenses have to adjust consistently or it will be a weakness to the defense you're playing an opponent against. And so with the, with the Browns, it's been one week they go RPO, which is a running pass option, which uh, in the most simplest form, you're out of shotgun and you have like three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back, and you either hand off a running uh, to the running back depending on who you're reading. So, for example, you will read a linebacker on the weak side, most likely, because you are running towards a strong side. Or, if you're running from the weak side, which is away from the tight end, you're still reading a linebacker. All right, if that linebacker comes in or attacks the, the run, you can fake it to the running back and throw a slant route to receiver or a bubble route, just a short route to where... It's not going to be a penalty for an illegal receiver, which would typically be an offensive line down the field. Or if the linebacker stays and drops in coverage, you hand it off, in which the Browns, multiple NFL teams and college teams have done that, but and high school teams too, but the Browns have done that. But then one week, they'll just be in heavy sets, in eye formation, and Again, multiple one back, but a lot of it with a QB under a center and running stretch plays. So, you know, the stretch plays have been part of their identity, but it's been inconsistent because part of your identity, whatever it may be, is also supposed to set up something else. So again, going back to Kyle Shanahan, he, that zone stretch scheme is supposed to set up the play action within the personnel they use. Same thing with, um, Sean McVay, which his identity is not only the, the zone stretch scheme or the zone scheme, but also a lot of it has been out of 11 or one back personnel. Three receivers, one tight end, one running back. 
and they've used multiple receivers to block like a tight end or like a fullback in the run game. But again, also sets up play action in which you can have multiple receivers running crossing routes, whatever routes that you call within a play action game uh, to be able to have a big play or like a pass play that or play action play that can go for 50 yards or whatever. With the Browns, with Freddie Kitchens calling offensive plays, he's not setting up anything. He he's not taking advantage. A couple weeks ago, playing against Ram, they ran they they ran a lot of RPOs, and he kept dinking and dunking down the field depending on what the linebackers do. And they they eventually scored another RPO play in the red zone. But they didn't set up anything. They didn't do like a huge play fake or just pretending like they're running an RPO, um, but only then fake it to where, again, the linemen are in pass protection. They're not actually running down the field. And then the receivers are tight ends. They're running huge crossing routes or they're running a go route or something like that to get a big gain. And that's, that hasn't happened. It, 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 it hasn't. And so you, as a head coach, you're supposed to have a whole, especially in your first year, you've already have a whole off-season program starting from the day you're hired, which is January or early February, and you have the whole time to to identify uh, what your identity is going to be offensively. Not in a whole general sense of, oh, we're either going to pass or run the ball, but what specifically? Like, what kind of style are you, are you going with here? And nothing has 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 happened there's there's no identity specifically like you need a specific identity to help your team thrive and unfortunately that hasn't happened it hasn't there hasn't been any like the like positives like again they've had a hard a couple games where Nick Chubb the starting running back for the Browns has over 100 yards rushing great but then you see Baker Mayfield either throw 200 yards or less than that, still throws multiple picks or a touchdown because part of the identity is supposed to set up something too. And it does, and because you don't have a consistent identity or you haven't established, okay, this is what we're going to do. Again, we've ran multiple zone schemes. So that's our identity in a sense, but more specifically, we're going to be more under center. We're going to have multiple ace formations and I formations, or we're just going to consistently run RPO. That'd be part of identity. But in that, it's supposed to set up something. It is a system. Uh, another example here, New England Patriots. They've been more power, power run game as a, the past couple seasons, but it sets up the play action. Like Tom Brady is a great quarterback. They can go pass heavy if they wanted to, but they don't necessarily have the targets to do that. So they've been more run heavy these past couple seasons. And they've been successful off of that because then sets up the play action. That's part of their identity, right? Or with the, with um, another team that has been, Mostly um, pass heavy. It's um, and has been successful doing it. I'm thinking of. Oh man, it's stuck. Houston, Houston, yes. Um, the the Texans. They're 
identity is now passing. Okay, they've had um, they, the past couple of games, they've been able to run the ball really well, but they don't go run, 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 pass. No, they go pass, 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 run, pass, 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 run. But in those passes, it's been a lot of shotgun formations throwing it intermediately or short routes to be able to then set up a big play or to be able to set a, a big pass play, play or be able to set up a big run play. And you see Houston succeeding in that because not only, again, it helps Deshaun be able to get the ball out quickly and he's being able to practice that, but he hasn't been sacked the past two games. He's been hit a couple times, yes, but I'd rather have a QB take a hit than take a sack, right? And also credit to the improvement of the offensive line for the Texans. Um, and so they've been successful through that. Just because not only the pass protection, but because of the personnel that they're in, because of how they use their personnel, because of how quickly they get rid of the ball, right? It's the same system that Bill O'Brien has been using since he's been with New England. Greatest example is the 2011 season. That was the last year Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. And he used multiple tight end sets. He used uh, some eye formation, but a lot of it was shotgun. A lot of it was, let's get the re receivers spread out wide. Let's get the defense, the opposing defense is spread out wide. That way we can pick apart what they have in their coverages, even though we're, no, we're going to throw it quick, but where, where are we going to throw it, right? That's part of their big game. Same thing with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, granted, they've lost two games in a row. However, their identity is pass heavy. It's throwing it deep with some trick plays, right? You can't just do, you know, a trick play, um, and expect it to work. If your identity has not been, if if the identity that you've been establishing is has not been working, you can't just be like, oh, let's run a flea flicker, even though our running game has not been working. Or, okay, we've been in multiple personnel sets, but you know we haven't taken advantage of anything. Let's just go ahead and run a trick play. No, you can't do that. In order to completely run a trick play to the most successful thing you can to 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 have a high success rate it's part of your identity but more specifically how you use your identity it's how you do it and last but not least for another example is New Orleans Saints now granted they've won four straight games they're five and one right now in the NFC um, I think it's currently, other than the 49ers, they've won five games, but they haven't played six games because they had a bye week a couple weeks ago. So they're undefeated. So in technicality, they're leading the NFC with the, with the highest record. But with the Saints, it's been power running. It's been inside zone. It's been multiple um, heavy sets, right? Not because Teddy can't throw the ball well. It's because it's part of their identity as of the past couple seasons. A huge chunk of the identity when Drew Brees was still playing, when he was still healthy, was quick passing, then sending up to throw deep, then sending up to uh, run the ball inside or have a big run play, right? It's it's set up because of the way that they are, um, which a lot of it through passing deep, part of it has been play action in multiple personnel sets 
It's been play action, play action, play action. And that's how Drew Brees has thrown 5,000 yards, not once, but five times in his career. Because a lot of it has been thrown in deep with play action. Even though sometimes they've hardly, you know, run the ball. But it's because of the personnel that he used and the way they use it. And the routes that they call has been successful, right? They're not running a flea flicker every game or something. They just run us. They, they fake a simple dive play or inside zone play or some shit like that. And, and it's been working for them up until the past couple seasons where they started to change the power running, less passing deep, more intermediate, still play action, but not as deep just because of Drew Brees arm strength, really. But he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the game. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's been really good because he's got similar arm strength to Drew Brees. Um, but I'm, but I, I don't think he's necessarily processed information and has read defenses, um, as fast as well as Drew Brees just because of playing experience. And, working with Sean Payton for such a long time. So that's the big, that's part of the bigger reason why the Browns are 2-4. and four. It's not because of their defense. Their defense has been fucking phenomenal. It's with Freddie Kitchens calling these plays that is, that evidently, the for whatever reason, he has not established an offensive identity specifically. Okay, run. But how do you run? Is it power? Is it zone? Is it, Okay, a lot of one-back sets with zone, or a lot of heavy sets with power, or inside zone with RPO, or power with RPO. Like, how the, how the fuck do you use your personnel, basically, is what comes down to it, and he hasn't used them well, and it, it's fucking frustrating as a Browns fan, and as someone who wants to coach, it makes no fucking sense. It, it, ah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever and it's frustrating because they have a talent to be able to win the fucking games ah i i i i never quite understood the higher freddie kitchens of course i'm a browns fan so i support the best of my ability i rather would have loved for them to hire mike mccarthy say what you want about mike mccarthy but his offense and him coaching has led him to three nfc conference title games and one Super Bowl win and eight straight playoff appearances and helped Aaron Rodgers become the player he is today and helped Brett Favre somewhat have a good career in his in his last stint or at least had a really good season in his last stint with the Green Bay Packers. And Mark McCarthy's offense is pass-heavy, but it's been intermediate, like a West Coast-style short passing routes out of a lot of shotgun formations. So that's it for that part. The next one has been Baker Mayfield's play. His stats have been five touchdown passes with one rushing touchdown to six total touchdowns. But he leaves the league... In throwing interceptions with 11, which is bad. It's in six fucking games. He leads the NFL in 11 interceptions. And all his turnovers are not doing his defense such, as such a huge favor. It's not. It's not. Right? Some of it has been blamed on Baker Mayfield. And, of course, the huge ass rant I just did of talking about the personnel decisions and the way they use and not having necessarily an identi- identity that... Has not been established by Freddie Kitchens. So that 
is all I have today. I said I was making short. I was trying to make it short, but unfortunately, I just there was so much to go through. And but here's a short episode of me ranting about the Cleveland Browns. Thank you so much for listening, and I will re- review the this week's past games and preview the next week's games coming up this Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. Otherwise, have a kick-ass fucking Monday and the rest of the week, guys. Talk to y'all soon.